had an accident and told her I was going home to call for an ambulance. Did she think I wouldn't come back? Is that what persuaded her to uncradle her poor head and lift her pain-filled eyes to mine? I have no idea if that was the moment she died. They said afterwards it probably was because her skull was so badly fractured that any movement would have been dangerous. But I do know... I will never experience such an intense intimacy with another human being again. I felt everything she felt. Sorrow, anguish, despair, suffering. Most poignantly, her complete bewilderment about why anyone would want to kill her. Was I less deserving because I was different? She seemed to be asking. Many hours later... The police questioned my incoherent ramblings. Did Miss Butts accuse someone directly? No. Did she speak at all? No. Did you see anyone run away? No. So there's no evidence to support your assertion of murder other than a puzzled look in her eyes? No. They tried to convince me it was heightened imagination following my shock at finding her and offered me post-traumatic stress counselling to get over it. I refused. I was only interested in justice. As far as I was concerned, whatever residual shock I felt would vanish the minute Annie's murderer or murderers were caught and convicted. They never were. The coroner's verdict based on the post-mortem results and witness statements taken during a two-week police investigation, was death by misadventure. He painted a picture of a woman whose hold on reality was poor, even when she was sober, but who, on the night in question, had been drinking heavily. Her blood showed a high level of alcohol, and she was seen staggering about the road by several neighbours. One said he had tried to persuade her to go home, but gave up when she started swearing at him. Her injuries in particular the fractures to her skull and broken left arm, were consistent with a glancing blow from a heavy vehicle, probably a lorry, which had thrown her between the stationary cars and against the lampposts as it passed. The coroner endorsed the police view that Miss Butts had stumbled off the pavement into the side of a passing lorry, without, in all probability, the driver being aware of the contact. It was impossible to establish when the accident occurred, although, due to the seriousness of Miss Butt's injuries, it was doubtful she could have survived more than fifteen to thirty minutes. It was a sad case, the coroner said, which highlighted the need to have an element of compulsion in the treatment of vulnerable people in a modern society. There was clear evidence. The squalid state of her house when the police entered it the day after her death, her alcohol dependency, that she was unable to look after herself properly. The coroner's verdict was unequivocal. Death by misadventure. Case closed. I fell ill shortly afterwards. The locum who came to see me diagnosed depression and prescribed tranquilizers, which I refused to take. My husband Sam was initially sympathetic, but soon lost interest when I began sleeping in the spare room and talking about rats in the downstairs lavatory. I was a teacher at a local comprehensive school, but developed mild agoraphobia. After a few weeks, I ceased going in altogether. The whole episode, from Annie's death to the loss of my job, caused a rift between me and Sam, who took to speaking to my mother for hours on the telephone. 
I could hear most of his conversation through the paper-thin walls. The most often repeated phrases were, Having a nervous breakdown. Got a thing about rats. Stupid fuss over a bloody black woman. Divorce. Sometime in February, my parents drove up from Hampshire to see me. Sam had moved out three weeks previously to sleep on a friend's sofa, and our marriage was effectively over. Wisely, my father refused to get involved, but my mother couldn't resist taking Sam's part. As she pointed out, I'd been deserted by my friends because my behaviour was so peculiar. I was rapidly becoming anorexic. I had no job. Where was I planning to go? We couldn't talk about sex, or lack of it, Sam's real bone of contention with me, because it was a taboo subject between us, so instead she lectured me on the way I was letting myself go, and inevitably my absurd obsession with the death of a coloured person.